0: And welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin the Auto Week podcast. That gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the new Mazda C cx30 2.5 t that's right the 2.5 liter turbocharged mazda engine has made its way to the little compact cx30 crossover i actually drove it this time but i'm still talking with jake lingaman who will be asking the hard-hitting questions you can take a look at this mazda cx30 on our instagram page right now that's at AutoWeek usa and hey while you're on your phone why don't you head over to our facebook page and like and subscribe that way you get all the great auto week content we deliver daily We're going to jump right into this Mazda CX-30 in just one second. But before that, we have to pay the bills. Our friends at Road & Track have some big news to share. The premium lifestyle magazine for the automotive enthusiast is now fully loaded. Become a member of the track club and receive six supersized devil issues a year, plus access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first dibs on insider automotive events both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting rodandtrack.com/join. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash J-O-I-N. And Jake, tell me about this 2021 Mazda CX-30. That was the 2.5 liter turbo, right?
1: Uh, um, sorry, Wes. It's not only President's Day, it's also Opposite Day, which means I am going to be hosting the show today and you will be telling us about the car that you drove.
0: Oh, that's right. I did drive this. They liked the Corvette review so much that they threw me into another car and man, am I happy about it.
1: So nice. We potted him twice.
0: <laughs> it's true. But uh, not, you know, hey. I might be good on mic, but I would say I'm not nearly as good on mic as this Mazda CX 30 is on the road. But we're gonna get to that later, I guarantee it. But Jake, since I just stole the reins right back from you, I wanna kick this off with my little walk around because I did it and I wanna share it with the world. So let's go to my walk around. All right, right off the top, just looking at it, if you told me this was an SUV, I would be, you know, surprised. It looks like a mildly lifted Mazda 3, which is, you know, to say, it's a, it's a compliment. Obviously, people want compact SUVs, and compact SUVs are effectively just lifted hatchbacks. But it looks like a Mazda. It's very stylish. But this isn't the normal Mazda CX-30. No, this is the CX-30 2.5T. That's right, this is the turbocharged turbocharged. liter, so it makes around 250 horsepowers, and it's all-wheel drive, shifted by a six-speed automatic. The biggest problem with these compact crossovers is obviously the rear hatch space, which, I mean, hey, there's enough here to do. Your average grocery trip, maybe more than the average grocery trip for me, but you can probably hit four carry-on suitcases, maybe three. Uh, Obviously, power tailgate as Mazda's going upscale, rolling on a set of 18s. Yeah, so the Mazda 630, especially in this 2.5 trim, has a lot to offer. Obviously, the fact that it's a lifted hatchback effectively, you know, it offers enough for most folks. But Mazda is pushing its trajectory into the more premium market, which means the interior is probably going to be pretty nice. Let's hop in right now. A nice padded dash, a little two tone situation going on here. Two tone through the interior. We have a brown on black white perforated leather seats a nice upholstered center console all right so the fun thing about mazda with this minimalist interior they didn't do away with the buttons there's buttons for the steering wheel heater button for the c heaters defrosters uh, front and rear and the infotainment system is obviously still button controlled it reminds me a little bit of the bmw iDrive, drive the center wheel which takes scrolling uh, you have a navi button a back button a home button and an entertainment button and also a volume knob down here in the center console next to the shifter the shifter it's not a stable shifter, which I'm a big fan of. There's a little sport switch if you want to put it into sport mode. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to offer in this interior. The steering wheel, soft, nice, feels good in the hand. There's a lot going on. It's a multifunction steering wheel, three spokes. There's a lot of buttons here for voice controls, for volume controls, for controlling you know, entertainment system, controlling adaptive cruise, and your cruise control. However, it doesn't look busy. Um, they're nicely integrated into the steering wheel. On top of the dashboard, there's a nice little infotainment screen. It's not a touchscreen. Lower, there's still what looks like a radio, looks like a dial radio from a car from the 50s or 60s. However, it's actually your HVAC controls. So that's that's pretty. That's a nice little interesting touch. I USB connection. There's a sliding center console with another USB in there as well and a little charging outlet. Uh, yeah. So now that that's out of the way, let's go hit the road.
1: Okay, I have a couple thoughts. <clears throat> so you mentioned the button several times. But you still say it's minimal, minimalist. I'm looking at some pictures right now. I'm just trying to see. I mean, it does look... With everything in black, it does look pretty minimal. Is, was yours in black or you said yeah. the seats were in white? Though?
0: Yeah, the, well, the seats were off color. They were white. But the dash and the door cards were brown and black leather or what I assume is leather. I did not, you know, pull a swatch. There are buttons. However, they're so well integrated into the design of the interior that it doesn't look super busy i mean they could have just thrown the buttons willy-nilly like in a center stack or you know what i mean uh, just throwing them around to where you think you'd want them but they're all super well integrated
1: and then uh i, I will uh add that with that 250 horsepower uh you get 320 pound feet of torque i mean that is freaking solid that is a, a strong amount of torque for a car that weighs about three thousand pounds
0: yeah, yeah. Uh we'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, I I might have been underselling the amount of horsepower cuz when we drive it, it gets there. It gets the job done.
1: And then uh the, my last thought is that, you know, I like Mazda's current styling and even their past styling for the past decade or so has been great. Um but I just cannot get down with the black cladding on the bottom of almost any car
0: i also i'm not a big fan of the cladding but it is part of the aesthetic of a crossover right and it does add a little bit of protection if you were to actually go you know on a trail or off into the wilderness in this because you're not if you're scratching like a fender you're no longer scratching a fender you're scratching a, a plastically cladded wheel arch but yeah they've taken i think now is a great time to jump into the driver's seat and take this for a quick spin let's go to let's go to the audio now Alrighty, so we're actually in the car now and we are ready to go. Let's fire this bad boy up. Listen to all those horses. All right, we're getting ready to try it out into the frozen tundra that is greater Michigan and go, let's put this to the test. All right, real fast, the parking brake always resets. It is definitely frustrating. 250 horsepower sent to all wheels through a six speed. give my neighborhood now, all right. The traction control system is actually pretty, pretty good. Uh, instead of pulling power, it uh, it gives you a good amount of slip to do a little bit of a hoonery and shenanigans perhaps, you know, regular driving in these cold winter climbs. Obviously, that would translate too if you're off-road in a limited traction situation. But I mean, hey, since there's a bunch of snow and ice on the ground, let's... uh have some fun with it uh, it does bite when you try to throw the throw the tail out it does bite you and pull you back in which is nice but it doesn't really you don't feel it as aggressive as other traction control systems yeah you can't hang the tail a little bit yeah, actually pretty fun the shifts are smooth you don't feel any shuddering you know what you want on a this Mazda powertrain is really kind of dialed in. It's, our colleagues over at Car and Driver says this will hit 60 in about 5.6 seconds, uh, which I believe. You hear a little bit of the exhaust. It's pretty peppy. In terms of comfort, obviously the interior is very comfortable. The seats are nice. The ride is maybe harsher than some other compact SUVs you'll see. It's it's it's, it's on the firmer side, which is probably what you probably want from a Mazda, because it is pretty sporty but you do feel the bumps, at least uh, the destroyed roads in Metro Detroit. We're going to hop on the interstate real fast, see if we get any wind noise. or Probably not as exciting as a true blue sports car, but let's see how this 250 horsepower Mazda feels on an on-ramp. down pretty quickly, shift smooth. Yeah, it feels good. So you can throw it in sport mode, which hangs the shifts a little longer. But there's also a, you hear a little turbo whistle, which I love hearing turbo whistle. You might not be able to hear it in the recording, but there is some turbo whistle. But yeah, folks, I think that is the Mazda CX-30. Let's go back to me in the studio. If there's a young person in your life who's really into cars, give them the gift of R T Crew. The ultimate subscription box by Road Track for kids ages 6 to 10. Every other month, a box is delivered to their door and is stuffed with cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chock full of facts, stories, games, and more. Sign up now and receive the all-new Crushing It issue and enter the code AutoWeek for 10% off an annual box subscription. Just head to rtcrew.com. That's R-T-C-R-E-W dot C-O-M and use the code A-U-T-O-W-E
1: nice um so i drove the uh the three turbo all-wheel drive same powertrain it was dry though which and you could really kind of feel it you kind of just go into turns really relaxed and and it would help you out um you can't really notice the, the torque control on the front um but you said it was good in the snow though right did you feel like some rear end slippage or what were yeah. you feeling
0: yeah so i mean i was intentionally tossing it just right. to, you know goof around a little bit and you could feel the back walk out on you obviously you could also feel the torque vectoring and the the braking grab you a little bit and make sure you're not spinning the car on accident
1: so this ends with me asking you, Wesley, what is the essence of the 2021 Mazda CX-30?
0: Yeah, so it's a very good question. And on a quick spin, we try to get into this. And I think, I think I've think i got a pretty pretty good answer. I've had a lot of time to think about it. And I talked with like the marketing people and the Mazda engineers to really kind of get a grasp of what's going on with this car. And uh, I mean, Jake, I just posit a question to you really fast. Uh, hatchbacks in the US, especially hot hatchbacks,
1: uh, great sellers are the best sellers. They're definitely, they don't sell as good as they should. That's for sure.
0: All right. Yeah. So I think that Mazda is kind of looking at the future in the same way that Volkswagen looked into the future a little bit with their Rabbit. They're kind of seeing that there is a developing, you know, segment. Obviously, this isn't, this isn't the first like hot crossover, right? You, could, you can look at the Mercedes, the A45s and look at those. But I think this is really kind of a new direction. And automakers, I think this is like a new segment. maybe a replacement for the hot hatch is some like it some won't but yeah i think that the essence of the mazda 630 is a future hot hatch crossover situation because it kind of looks basically like a mazda 3 it's not hot in the 300 horsepower plus segment like a 300 horsepower look that we might be getting in the future with hot hatchbacks but i mean 250 horsepower compact slightly lifted hatch styling you know,
1: so I, th- I think plus okay, so you have that power. Plus, it only weighs three thousand pounds. So, so you're looking at it's going to feel like more, and the three hundred twenty pound feet of torque. And what I think is, sorry to cut in on you, what I think is, is that this segment is super popular, and so there are obviously people who want a more family oriented compact crossover, and there are people who want a sportier oriented compact crossover. So there's no reason there's no reason why they can't make both and rake in all the money. Although Mazda doesn't rake in very much money, unfortunately
0: but i mean explicitly to that though jake i mean there's a cx30 compact crossover with a regular 2.5 naturally aspirated engine does the job gets it gets the job done much like the rabbit there was a base rabbit and then the rabbit gti like this scratches the itch for the person that wants a compact crossover but wants a little more horsepower and doesn't want to reach up to the you know the a45 mercedes right
1: well, yeah, that I mean that that would be a, a huge reach, yeah. But um, it's, it's the
0: same it's the same principle, I think. You know what I'm talking about? Like the 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 the, the sporty, compact uh, kind of upscale, the adult hot hatch for the subcompact crossover buyer. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> a lot of qualifiers. A, a very narrow market. <laughs> that's, yes, that's a, that's a lot of qualifiers. But no, but you're right. Um,
0: and I posit that if the Mazda three, you know, isn't a, a sales success or you know what i mean with let's look at ford ford cut the focus in the fiesta and other automakers while that was wild when it was announced but other automakers have since followed uh, slashing their cars and and hatchbacks i wouldn't be super surprised if mazda ditched the mazda 3 i mean it would be sad and just replaced it with the cx30 i mean the cx30 is a fantastic compact crossover and i don't think you lose a whole heck of a lot over the mazda 3 it's, the styling's different and it's taller but i mean you can fix that with springs
1: well well that's true well if you keep the cx3 and the cx30 and then you can maybe get rid of the three even though that will be my last choice i love the three that's my one or two you know if i'm buying a non hot hatch hatch that's like number one or two on my list so um and, and
0: let's let's And let's be very clear. I also love the Mazda 3. I think it's one of the best hatchbacks you can get. Well, I think that wraps this one up. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us along this drive. Please head over to Apple Podcast Store, drop a review, or wherever you get this bad boy, drop a review. Let us know you did so. And let us know what you want to hear about in the future. But most importantly, I know I just said this. We cannot do the show without your listenership. So thank you for listening and see you next week.